What's up, everybody? It's Gutex, and uh, we're trying something new here with this podcast because <clears throat> it's Wednesday, but we actually missed a very important blow up on Tuesday uh, that I think is uh, pretty. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's relevant. Oh, sorry. It's relevant. It's relevant and interesting. Uh, there was, so I'm here, I'm here with the homie, the most interesting man in the world. And uh, we'd been talking about, you know, doing a podcast and then this thing popped up on the timeline, literally, quite literally popped up on the timeline. We didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, but then it kind of became a deal, a, a bigger mm-hmm. deal. And so... Before we get started, I just you know full dis- full disclaimer. It's not my in- it's not our intention to be like I don't know blaming anybody. Mm. I or um, I think the way that you kind of explained it earlier was that we're not focusing on the people involved, more so just the, no, the people kind of discourse involved, that was created around it. Yes, the people involved. It doesn't even matter. Um, because it's more about the situation in the same way that if you were watching a replay mm-hmm. between, uh, and the names of the players were covered up, yes, then it's just about the scenario, mm-hmm. not about the players. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of like how um, you'll see a YouTube channel that has like high, high level player matches, but the names are covered up. Yes. And it'll be like Daigo versus Sako for five hours. And you watch the first three minutes and you're like, wait a minute. This this ain't Daigo. That's not Daigo at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I, I well, see this, what you mean. This is one of those situations, but <clears throat> um, so I'm gonna uh, to give some context. <clears throat> I saw this uh, on Reddit yesterday. Got a mild chuckle out of it. Didn't see. Uh, didn't think much of it. And then today, I opened up Twitter. And in uh, on the right hand side, trending was hashtag Street Fighter, and I've had a Twitter account for over a decade, and I'm pretty sure never have I ever seen hashtag Street Fighter trending. So of course I had to click on it and see what the algorithm had in store for me, and what I found was uh, at spacecake underscore doll. And she says, been at the gym for 15 minutes before some dude approached me as I'm trying to get cardio in, waved and pointed at my Street Fighter shirt until I yanked my earbuds out and loudly asked him what he wanted. Sorry, what the fuck he wanted. Quote, you play? Question mark. Nope. Earbuds back in, volume all the way up. <clears throat> and uh right now as of this moment uh it's got 981 retweets that's that's doing numbers man yeah that's, i mean she, that's you impressive know, yeah she's got a couple thousand followers you know mm-hmm. um but this clearly had triggered the algorithm well it triggered a lot more than the algorithm mm-hmm. i hope I, I and now i'm glad that you gave out their uh twitter like everybody should follow you know support um, if they feel 
whatever they feel about the whole thing just you know every it's nice to get followers right like that's a, a thing now so let's at least i'm just citing my sources yeah, this of course. is an academic endeavor for me i'm just saying it's it's polite to say you <clears throat> know make sure you follow the uh the person that originally posted yeah yeah it's just uh like when they put the um you know, there, uh, there's a baseball, sports ball game on Fox and NBC plays the highlight and says, courtesy, Fox. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so it's a very, I'm not going to say it's a spicy tweet, but it generated a lot of um, algorithm food, algorithm fodder. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, wow, this is such, there's so much to unpack here. Yeah. So I thought that uh, it would be interesting if we started to unpack some of it. So we can start uh, with, I guess, with what I said. So I retweeted it and I said, I'm confused as to the moral of the story here. Is it A, don't approach girls at the gym. B, don't wear a relatively niche brand with a primarily male audience if you don't want attention. C, don't assume a girl with a video game shirt actually plays the game. Or D, other. And then I follow that up with, I think it's actually more along the lines of play footsies from the mid-range before getting too close so you don't get swept. It's true. I feel like a sweep and grab are like the most basic things that almost everybody ends up learning. Like they mash on sweep for a while and then they get grabbed a few times and then they're like, how do I grab? And then they go between mashing grab and mashing sweep. Yes. Well, that's how it is. You know, when right. you're, you know, when you're first learning. And jumping back. Play. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Who could forget I, jumping back? Don't forget jumping forward. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like that when, uh, you know, you're um, learning, when you're learning anything new. And so we thought, because there was a lot to unpack here, uh, and even, <laughs> I mean, I did, uh, my, my, uh, my tweet wasn't anywhere near, uh, didn't go anywhere, didn't feed the algorithm anywhere near as much, but there were still some interesting replies. Mm -hmm. And um, there's kind of multiple ways to look at it, but you were talking about, in fact, it's still trending. I still, it's. It's still trending. Um, but you, you had an interesting comment about um, what you, th like your perspective on what the current narrative was regarding this. Because with 900 plus retweets and tons of engagement, mm -hmm. everybody, including myself, had to weigh in uh, right. with their own two cents. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely something that no matter who you are, you've had to have that kind of uh, interaction with another person, right? Like yeah. where you either have a success or rejection kind of, uh, you know, outcome. So it's easily relatable. And then when you kind of inject the whole branding of like Street Fighter, you kind of reach a, a group of people that, um, you know, are like, damn, you know, what if I saw a, a, a good looking girl or whatever, and she was wearing the brand that I like? Or the brand uh, or the game that I like, whatever you want to call it, you know, would I say anything or anything? And that's, I guess, what the actual question is, right? Like, when should you, when should you not? Um, being able to, I guess, identify the identifiable signals that maybe a woman even wants you to, or a, a person would like for you to come over and approach them, right? Yes. 
Um, <clears throat> let, let's look at the, let's, let's think about that for a second, right? <clears throat> let's, let's, let's go through play by play, right? And let's put ourselves in the minds of both people, right? As a guy, um, you know, if you've been to the gym, you know, you're there, you see a girl, you find her attractive. Have you been in that situation? Have you approached a girl in the gym like that? Um, I think the closest thing to that particular situation would have been actually way back in like my college days where um, there was like the, the school gym kind of thing that like all the students could use. And there was somebody that I kind of like approached. Um, I, now, I guess now reflecting back, it was completely <laughs> like, I guess, wrong. But I mean, that's, you know, you, you, when you first get a game, right, you run matches online or wherever it is, just regardless if you are good or not, just to kind of get reps. So I guess that was the early reps of me kind of, so that was my play in the gym. It, it, it obviously didn't work out. I'm not, it's not like So I you're have, in a similar situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, except instead of having like a street fighter shirt on, she just had a white tee on with like a lot under it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, fair enough. You can uh, interpret that however you want. You know, I'm trying to leave that open, but yeah, she was she looked good, I think. Yeah. I I feel like general I I I feel like I've talked to a couple of girls at the gym before, but not, nothing I haven't I don't think I've had to try to do an approach just quite like that. Um so I can't really say that I would have done the same thing because I haven't done it before. Not to say it was a bad idea because uh, there's many ways that it could have gone down. Mm -hmm. And uh, so let's, let's look at the, the facts, right? She's been there for 15 minutes and she's doing cardio and she's got the earbuds in and we apparently we we seemingly have something a shared interest in in street fighter mm-hmm. so that um on the surface to me it's like well you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take right, right. um in a parallel universe right he went and uh, you know, it was the same scenario that played out, mm-hmm. but she responded differently. No, par- I understand. But like, if you let, let's kind of unpack what you just said, Gutex, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, right? Yes. Now, anybody that's a hunter knows that you do not shoot unless you are sure you're going to kill. There's absolutely no reason to let off your shot without sitting there. And sometimes in many cases, hunting an animal for days before you take one shot. That's a so very, if yeah. your approach is to sit there and go into the forest and fucking shoot in whatever direction your arrow will fly, are you still a hunter? Are you, are you even properly calling yourself, you know, the, the person that's on the approach? Because at that point, you're not really, in my opinion, you're not treating it for like what it is, if that's what it is. If you're shooting your shot, then you should be paying attention to where the hell that bullet goes. <laughs> I believe you, <laughs> think about Chris Rock now, I believe you have my bullet. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, okay, that's a very interesting perspective because uh, that makes perfect sense as a hunter. The, 
you miss 100% of the shots you don't take is a Wayne Gretzky quote mm-hmm. uh, that Michael Scott from The Office uh, likes to quote as well. Um, so I think of it, you know, that I, I never really, I've, I've never been hunting, right? So I, I've never really thought mm-hmm. of it like that. But that makes perfect sense. Um, you know, sort of the, you know, to try to basically, like, you only get one shot, you better hit it 100% of the time. Right. right? Well, because you have to remember, when it when hunting was actually a, ma- a thing that mattered, that was the difference between whether you eat or not. Right. You know, it's not like now where you just go buy meat or whatever you eat. Um, you know, if you were hunting an animal and you were tracking it for a while, you're, you're like, I don't have... A, a whole thing of arrows that I bought at the the sports authority or whatever. I had to make Branding these one by one. In there at Dick Sports, you know, like you have a very limited amount of arrows. Your your bow might be a little messed up because it fell or whatever. Like you know, variables, right? So you're gonna make sure that that's a good shot. Yeah, and and part of making it a good shot, as as you mentioned, is tracking, right? Right. Like keeping an basically like keeping an eye on the prey from a distance, right? And Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to use the term prey because now we're talking about just like a regular person. Yeah. It's, I don't, you shouldn't I'm, be predatory using, about it, I guess, to a degree. But I understand what you mean. I'm using the analogy, right. but thank right. you for clearing that up before anybody gets too triggered. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Um, I guess people over time will realize that I guess I'm the, uh, the devil's advocate in this situation and compared to yeah. your person, <laughs> I guess on the, the flip side <laughs> of the coin here. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So, so keeping a distance before you shoot your shot, Mm -hmm. um, do you think that he maybe missed a step? Um, I, I think, I think he went out looking for something without actually properly assessing the situation or taking like established normal, like, like social norms and uh, applying them. Right. Cause like, you know, if, if you're going to go into, especially nowadays, right. With like how everything is so like weird in terms of like personal interactions and contact, like you kind of have to be respectful of people's space, their time, you know, that other stuff. But like, if 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 it's you're breaking it down to just being like a woman man thing like if you fu- if you look at a woman and you find her attractive um most of the time there's like kind of an initial ira- like interaction that happens between two people like no matter who you are like you walk up to somebody you'll kind of like look them over a little bit if there's eye contact if there's anything that kind of like um pushes forward just like and and it's not even like a romantic level in many cases sometimes you could just meet somebody that's even of the same sex and they just rub you the wrong way and like it just it just doesn't work out because that's how people are that's how chemistry works so if you're not going through i guess and doing your due diligence to try to like get an impression from a girl that she's interested in you versus somebody that's kind of clearly focused on what they're doing in terms of like a task like what if she only had 30 minutes to work out right and like you got some dude that wants to sit there and kick it to you for 15 minutes like she's like you know what i'm gonna go do some cardio whatever bullshit and i'm out of here in 30 minutes and you got some dude you know that wants to get your autograph kind of shit which not to say that that's the way she treated it but you know like there there's two sides to that story right there's like obviously his size for getting kind of like burned or whatever 
but like her side for like being like, you know, I didn't technically invite you. And I think that's the key of the whole situation is that like when people want you in their space, there's a lot of things that they can do to invite you and kind of give you that vibe. Like everybody's had it as long as, I mean, you've guessed if you've been in a relationship at least once in your life, you get it of like that moment when things kind of click with a person and then you start like kind of gravitating towards each other. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, I think that's part of why this became such a viral tweet because I don't think that he had observed any of the signs, um, you know, without, he hadn't looked to see what sort of signals she was sending him, or in this case, sounds like she wasn't sending him any signals because she was focused on her cardio. You know, well, we don't know what the what the uh, layout of the gym was, right? You know, like sometimes there's like a mirror in front and, you know, you could see the people behind you. Other times you're just staring out into the window. Mm-hmm. Who even knows? But Well, I think if you kind of like look at it from like a macro perspective, um, like the signal she gave off was I'm putting something in my ears to like focus and not like kind of participate because like there's some people that will be in the gym for two or three hours and you know they probably go there every day they know people there they don't sit around with like uh headphones on unless they're focused and they're doing a set or they're doing whatever but like most of the time they're just like they're social butterflies but if you're just seeing somebody and they're kind of focused in doing something they have earbuds in and they're just focused on that and they're not they didn't look at you they didn't smile at you they didn't you know, give you any real indication that they even acknowledge that you were there, not on purpose, but simply from the fact that they're there to do something and not to talk to other people. Like, if you're not picking that up as like a person, then I think that's where you failed and why you kind of ended up crashing and burning in the first place. Because like, if you think about it, there might have been a girl there that was kind of looking at him and he just wasn't paying attention right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like he could have probably met somebody else there that was looking to meet somebody and didn't have earbuds in and whatever. And he chose to focus on branding. (laughs) So she, uh, she could have, there could have been another girl on the next treadmill over that Mm -hmm. was eyeballing him Mm -hmm. from a distance Mm -hmm. trying to, I don't know. She's like, fixing her hair just, yeah, project, or she's just like, like project. She was looking, trying to project. she's like, you know, staring a hole into the side of his head while he's like, you know, like, looking. Oh shit, is that Chun-Li or is it a bookie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, uh, what he said, like you play question mark. Um, I think that, I think that's a pretty fair, opener but the thing is uh there are no right and wrong answers in fighting games generally mm-hmm. because it's all about the situation Who text let me ask you a question mm. right if a man came up to you they slapped you across the face and stuck their finger in your butt right because they were gay and they were like interested in you even though you're not you know in any way shape or form whatever like, just because that's a good opener for somebody else doesn't necessarily make it okay that you have a good opener and you're just going to just use that shit willy-nilly anywhere you want. That might be cool in, like, you know, the club in, you know, DD, CD, underground sure. New York. That's great. 
But like in real life, like you can't sit there and just think like, oh, I'm going to, you know, think up my little pickup line, my opener and just go talk to somebody like post COVID. Right. I mean, well, you could. It's just that your success rate may be lower than if you were to have observed the situation and thought about, you know, where you were on the screen. Right. You know, how was the opponent moving? You know, how, uh, you know, what is the character matchup? You know, clearly, clearly he lost at the character select screen. <laughs> well, I think, and, and that was something that uh, a couple people had, had um, pointed out, which were, which were their hot takes here. Let, right. me, read, let, let me read one of them uh, to you. Uh, at Dark Weeb Duck said, the moral is to be attractive enough so that girls won't complain about getting attention from you. Mm. And I was like, damn. I think that played a role too, right? Because if you're, if, if uh, you know, whatever, Leonardo DiCaprio <clears throat> or some, you know, famous Marvel, some buff famous Marvel, you know, the Aquaman dude yeah. rolls up. Jason says, Momoa? Yeah, Jason, yeah, Jason Momoa walks in the gym. Mm-hmm. And he's With like his freaking dirty, nasty looking like, you know, Adonis hair or whatever. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you play, <laughs> you, pl- you, you play, you play, you play, you know, maybe the, the response would have been different. Right. Because- yeah. I mean, to a degree, there's a possibility that she could have fell off the machine that she was on because <laughs> I was talking to her and that could have been a totally different video. Right. Yeah, but, and he would have been the one tweeting. <laughs> sure, yeah, right. Yeah, drove this girl to the hospital after, <laughs> after, I, after I asked her a question about her cool t-shirt that now has blood on it, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, in a parallel universe, that could have happened too. Um, so he may, it may have been a, a disadvantageous character matchup, right? Because right. we don't know what he looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he could have been he could have been some big buff dude. Mm-hmm. He could have been some dude that put on more than the than the COVID-15, you know. Right. right. Well, I mean, well, you have to kind of pause for a second just to kind of like take a step back in that situation. Right. Like no matter who you talk to, whether it's, um, you know, any any person you talk to out in the open, until you actually know them personally, it's hard to like you don't want to assume anything. Right. So like to a degree. Even if Jason Momoa whatever came into a gym and you have a woman that's like in a relationship, she's probably not, I don't want to say she's not going to care. She might acknowledge him, but like, that's also still not what she's there for, regardless of who walks into the gym. So like, you know, when it comes to like the whole approach thing, you, I think the, the issue overarching here is just like trying to empathize with the person that you're interrupting in that moment. Cause like, Like logically, I guess you would probably wait until like in that situation that I was telling you about with the chick in college. I waited until she was done working out and like it was kind of wrapping up and then I kind of approached her in in that setting, not in the middle of her trying to work out. Right. Yeah. And that was uh, there were a lot of people on Twitter that had responded similarly saying like, oh, well, 
you know, she's in the midst of her workout, like, what do you expect? Mm -hmm. You know, and Mm -hmm. most people sort of, a lot of people had that same perspective of, you know, oh, you should, you should wait until she's leaving. Listen, I'll be honest with you. If like, not that I, I, at some point I worked out, but honestly, I feel like I have ADHD. So like if somebody were to even interrupt me while I'm working out, I'm probably just going to go home. Like if I have, if I work up <laughs> the enough, weights slam onto your forehead, Yeah, if I lose my focus and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. And I'm just going to leave, you know, because I can never, if I find a groove to be able to like work out in some way, I try to ride that as long as I can, because I know once I get sidetracked, I'm done. Yeah. It's game over. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I can totally understand that, that perspective side of it too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, this is why I wanted to do this because there's so much to unpack there, right? If it would have been, here's what makes it, uh, here's, because we've all, like many people have been in similar situations, you know, specifically at the gym, like, oh, like, should I talk to her? Like, when is a good time to talk? Do I got to wait? Blah, blah, Mm -hmm, blah. mm -hmm. But the interesting wrinkle to this is the Street Fighter t-shirt right as well as her response uh because uh you know it's not often i mean it's not often that you see anybody wearing a street fighter shirt much less a girl at the gym right right? so that's an anomaly in, in and of itself right sure and then there's her response which was no and like get the fuck away from me so so wait do we know if they play Street Fighter, actually? So I, I looked at her profile, and I noticed a couple of things. Number one, um, she, she posted, pe- people on Twitter were saying, well, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you actually, oh, here, oh, here, here was one of the responses, one of the responses, at uh, Deister underscore on Twitter says, you should also play Street Fighter, TBH. And then she, uh, Space Cake Doll replies, well, gee, I guess I could give it a shot. And then she posts some photos of her playing mm-hmm. and her stick mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, okay, I get it. Like, you know, she plays. Right. Which actually makes it even more interesting. And she also has Space Cake, uh, like uh, her email address and her um, profile has FGC in it, right? Right. So technically, even though she told him that she didn't play, right. she does in fact play yeah. and claims to be FGC, so it, which it's makes almost, it even more interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, it, it, she almost becomes like the undercover cop that's like, hey, are you a cop? It's like, mm. no, I'm not a cop. Not a cop. You got to show me your badge. Why? Because Why? I have a police shirt on. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call me a cop because I'm wearing a police shirt? <laughs> nah, man. This is all, you know, d- don't pay it's no ha- attention. It's, it's Halloween. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is Halloween. <laughs> it's coming up soon. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was dressed like somebody who plays Street Fighter, and in fact, um, there's plenty of evidence in her profile that she does. Mm -hmm. So technically, from my perspective, the odds were actually in his favor, because not only was she wearing, not only is she, uh, you know, from his perspective, um, not only is she wearing a Street Fighter shirt in the gym, which is an anomaly, but also, she did in fact play, so he was he, he was essentially right in part of his assessment, right? Yeah, yeah. 
but arguably the least important part. The most important part of the scenario was, like you were saying earlier, the the signals or lack thereof right. that she was or was not doing from a distance. Right. Clearly, she wasn't doing, right. uh, which is why we're even having this conversation. Sure, absolutely. Uh, but that, in my mind, because she actually does play Street Fighter, has FGC in the bio, the odds were actually on the surface in his favor and thus worth taking, you know, from a, from a Wayne Gretzky perspective, worth shooting the shot. Uh, yes. But even though it didn't quite work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, realistically, it's like when you... Could you imagine if you're a hunter, right? Now, again, we don't want to make it seem, you know, in any way, shape, or form that we're saying anything stupid. But you're a hunter, and you're, like, kind of looking out into the distance. You know, you're kind of turning around, observing the land. You're like, damn, man, I could really use a really nice deer right now to bring home. doesn't have to be huge. Just enough, right, to get us through maybe the next week. And you're sitting there, and you're looking. You don't see shit. And you got your bow and arrow ready, you're ready to strike, and then you fucking turn around and there's a big-ass fucking deer behind you the whole time. And you're just like, holy shit, where did this come from? And you're just going to shoot your shot. And like because of the fact that you didn't take your... It's not like you hunted this deer for... Maybe the deer was hunting you, right? Mm. And What if it was a, maybe it was a bear? And maybe it yeah. was a bear, yeah. right? It, it was actually a bear in his case, unfortunately. He was looking for deer, found a bear... And he shot his shot, and it didn't even graze the bear, let's be honest. Like, that shit sailed off into the, the sky and didn't hit shit. It maybe hit the ground later, but the bear was just like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I'm looking for, you know, yeah. not you, so get out of right. here. I'm, I'm, trying to fi- I'm trying to fish here. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, again, it, I, I think, I don't want to say, like, the blame falls on him, per se, but, you know, it's it's really kind of opens up the discussion of, how to properly identify a signals that a person is giving you that like, hey, you know, it's okay to talk to me or hey, it's not okay to talk to me. Yes. You know? And, and uh, I think statistically, 30 out of 31 men do not get these signals right. I'm not, I'm not like an expert on that, so I'm not going to throw out any kind of numbers or anything. I don't want to uh, <laughs> agree or, or deny or anything let's like say, that. Let's say, most, let's say most men. Right. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, if this was a call-in show, it would be easy to get, I guess, girls to chime in, ladies to chime in with their opinions, or you know, people to chime in with their opinions uh, in, in their experience. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say like a lot of the... I've actually, the other day, I don't know if you remember, we were, um, we were out because it was everybody's birthday, apparently, <laughs> within the last couple weeks. Yeah. But... Um, we were out, and one of my friends that I hadn't seen for a while came up to me and told me, like, you know, I'm having the biggest problem or issue with, like, meeting, interacting, you know, all that kind of stuff with women. Like, he literally huh. said the words of, like, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong. I, I just have no luck. And to put things into perspective, you know, he was a very eccentric person, I guess, if you want to put it that way. I remember who you're talking about. Right. So... Um, you know, to a degree, his issue wasn't necessarily him. It was more so what he was putting, projecting out there, right? Because, like, you could be the nicest person in the world, but if you're wearing, like, 
you know, an upside down cross on your chest and you got like uh, Nazi tattoos and a freaking, you know, just like a, a, a mean character kind of thing. Um, you know, people are going to judge you based on that. So, you know, I never really got the opportunity to speak to him, but uh, about it at length, because, you know, obviously we were out. It wasn't like, you know, some that's not a conversation I guess you really have uh, in, in public, but. Um, it was just interesting that, like, to, to your point, like, a, a lot of guys are just kind of um, screwed up in a way that, like, they don't really uh, pay attention. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, not, they're not watching enough match videos to properly apply the tech that they feel like they learned out in the field. It's not working. Right. Well, I mean, there's that. And also, um, it's... Part of it is the vibe that you're putting out, but the other part of it is, I mean, you, you could be the, you could have the best execution and be able to do all these fancy combos in training mode. But when it comes to hitting it in a real match, mm-hmm. that's a whole different skill set. Right. It's real easy to, you know, beat up on Dan when he's just standing there, not blocking. Right. But what happens when, you know, you're fighting like Ibuki and she's like all over the screen, mm-hmm. you know, specifically, you know, and with, with, women i think they try to i mean historic like throughout human history right it's not women that do that women generally don't go up to dudes almost always and say hey what's up what's your name like you yeah. know and sort of make it that obvious mm-hmm. they communicate co- covertly and try to generally lure you to them and so <clears throat> typically, I mean, especially in probably in a gym situation, right? Um, or, you know, a gym, a bar, any place where you're not in a small enclosed area. Like, for example, you know, whatever, if you're in like a, like a friend's place or whatever, and it's like a right. mutual friend, it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. But we don't know each other and you're in a public place, they're typically going to be sending you, if they're into you, right? They, they, and they want you to approach, they'll send you mm-hmm. very subtle signals right that i mean are very easy to miss if you don't know what to look for yeah like when you know if you if it's a character you never fought before in a game that you're just barely learning you're not going to know what the opponent does Right. right yeah everything's a shock or a surprise to you exactly like oh i didn't even know like oh was that was i supposed to block that high or low yeah you know um so, uh, one of the things that you have to do is learn the different characters and learn the matchup, right? Which first means learning yourself. Well, right? you got to go into training mode. You have to go into training mode because you need to, I mean, how do you learn a character, right? First, you got to understand the normals. What do the specials do? What do you spend your meter on? Uh, you know, what happens when you get V-Trigger or Rage or whatever? Like, how does that change the game, right? Which means that you have to have kind of an accurate assessment of yourself, right? Like your homie who may not not realize the type of vibe that he's putting out um, because he's not thinking about it or it's sort of like miscalibrated a little bit, you know? And so that would be kind of like not... If you don't know your character, right, you don't know, oh, is this plus one on block or am I negative, right? Right. So uh, it's like, and just be, and like thinking about the character analogy, right? Like you don't have to play a top tier character in order to win. 
No. Lots of lots of players are playing, mm-hmm. you know, the the bottom tier characters right. and can still win. So how does that work? It's like, well, they're well, a better player. Th- those are probably the people that are not like you don't necessarily have to be like a millionaire or an actor or anything like that. There are people that are just socially good, right? right. Like they're very good at being social, um, you know, approachable people. And those are tend to be the people that have a little bit more success, but not because they're social, but because um, they are better at reading a lot of those signs. Like if they get a vibe off of somebody, they can really kind of, you know, expand on that and and grow relationships where like, I feel like a lot of the uh, people that have like awkwardness to them in any way don't really like communicate that well. So you know, even if somebody's possibly interested in you when you do talk to them, there's always that kind of point where if you are not consistent with how you're like approaching somebody with like a good energy and you become like, you know, some people just be, get weird. Like the case in point, the person I was telling you about, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go into like what they were wearing, but most women are not looking for a guy that looks like he's in like pro wrestling boots and you know, looking like a, a hot mess, basically. <laughs> and, you know, to, to his point or to anybody's point, like, obviously, you know, if you're going to be you, you have to be you, right? Like, if you want to dress however you want to dress, that's fine. However, um, I think you do have to respect that, like, that doesn't entitle you to want people to, like, bend or change their uh, expectations or um, what they have as, like, a measuring stick of what they're looking for to kind of accommodate you because you don't feel like coming out of your box, you know? Cause like to me, and I'll let you, spin, I'm just going to finish my thought. If that's the, like, let's say for instance, if you're a person that likes to express themselves by dressing, however you want to dress, right? If you're invited to the white house, you're going to dress in a way that's appropriate for that. So if you're going to um, a nightclub or something like that, like maybe you would want to, um, project what you're like it's like fishing right like you if you're if you're looking to fish for something you have to use the proper bait for the fish that you're looking for yes and as somebody who's been invited to the white house i can tell you <laughs> that me mike who was the president at the time the president at the time was obama oh that's a shame this was you the- barely missed it could you imagine that? Huh? <laughs> would you have gotten his autograph, Gutex? I I would I, I I would get the autograph of any American president that I would meet. hundred percent. I apologize. I digress. Go ahead. Continue. But in in it was an interesting time because this was the end of uh, his second term, and they were making a big push for Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And. It was a Twitch thing. Um, we got brought into the mix because uh, Twitch, because it was it was a Twitch thing, right, right. And so there were other pe- there were uh, I I didn't know the the other people, but there were mm-hmm. other like streamers and whatnot that were there. Yeah. But as far as I remember, we were the me Mike me Mike Ross Justin Wong and Snake Eyes. We were suited up like right. we looked. Like, we were invited to the White House, and we dressed the part. Right. I couldn't tell you what other people were wearing, because I don't think everybody looked as sharp as we did. And we did that, not because 
we wear suits all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, quite the opposite. But we wanted to look the part and put forth our, our best foot forward. Right. Um, right. And so that's not to say that you can't make any look work. You just sort of have to be conscious of where you're going to sort of dress for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And also, like to your point, thinking uh, you have to think about, well, I mean, if you are trying to meet somebody, right? Like what type of person would this attract? Right. You know, and and then also evaluating, well, what am I trying to attract, right? And because that's what makes this tweet so interesting. It, 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 it does. <laughs> right? Like this, now we've come full circle. Yeah, exactly. She's, I like Street Fighter. She likes Street Fighter. She's wearing the shirt. Yeah. I, you, again, so you're saying there's a chance. No, there wasn't a chance. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Why? Because he never bothered to even wait long enough to figure out like what the situation like he didn't he didn't read the room man you got to read the room he didn't know Always. where he was on the screen no he didn't know no. he like is she in the corner is it a is it a team game does she have a partner right no. like um i i think he just went for it and here's the other thing i bet you it took him like what if he 15 saw... 15 minutes. Exactly. It took exact, him 15 minutes, Gutex. Exactly. It took him 15 minutes to work up the nerve to go talk to her. Because, spoiler alert, for those... For any... For the zero women that are listening to this, it takes courage as a, as a man to approach a woman. Like, it just mm-hmm. does. Out in the wild, yes. Out in the, yeah, dude. It's hard. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, whatever. You meet somebody through a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you're swiping on an app, like it's not the same thing to go to walk up to a girl in public mm-hmm. and try to say hello. It takes courage, and, and, and the courage is is proportional to how attractive they are. Like that can't be understated as well. So, like, well, it know, all it depends kind of on the like matchup. Gel, like, no, we're not bro, gonna go deep matchup, down that bro. rabbit hole. But like, when you know, when you kind of look at it from that perspective. The same thing applies in, in both ways, I think. Yeah, it, 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 yes. Generally, the more attractive she is, the more intimidating it's going to be. However, it, why, I, why I'm saying it depends on the matchup is because you might, you know, with our Jason Momoa example earlier, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sure, I don't know. I don't know Jason Momoa, right? Maybe he's a really shy individual. Maybe that's why he got so big, you know, so that girls would come up to him. I'm you know? pretty sure he's big because he was like born like that. He's right. uh, he's Pacific Islander, so <laughs> so then you know maybe as somebody, I mean, sure. Granted, he's a famous movie star, right? Right. I don't. I think you know if you're a famous movie star and you've been in it for a while, and before you were a famous movie star, you were still probably a big, good-looking dude, right? Sure. And attractive women to him may not be as intimidating as it would be to, you know, normies like me and you, right? right? right. Like, maybe uh, he's used to it because he's been doing it for so long, it's not even a thing, and that's what helps him in that situation because he's just like, no, nah, whatever, like, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm around beautiful women all the time. Like, sure. she's just, you know, she could take it or leave it, right? Yeah. And that's part of that mentality, I think, that helps in that scenario if it's sort of if 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 it's authentic and you can kind of pull it off. Mm-hmm. But for us mere mortals, 
it takes courage. And I think even though it didn't work out for him, and I hope, you know, it'd be really funny as if he saw the tweet that she made oh, somehow man. because it just went that viral. Well, you have to like consider- he told his homie what happened, and then his homie sees it on Twitter or our cap is like, "Hey, bro, like, I mean, was that you?" Look at look at it this way, man. If if he was anywhere near anything worth his salt as a Street Fighter player, he probably knows at least one person in that entire chain of like seven degrees of Arturo Sanchez kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like at some point. <laughs> There, if he there's actually, a link. <laughs> exactly. If he actually knows how to play and yeah. is in the community. Then he saw that Street Fighter was trending today. <gasps> and he's like, what? oh, I wonder what's going on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I would love, oh, bro, I hope he sees it. And, and if any of you listening know this guy, tell him that we want to hear his side. Yes, we would love to have a conversation with him. Wouldn't that be something that would be fascinating that would be fa- like you know we know her side i mean right. at least in well, 200 characters yes, 280 right. characters on twitter we know we her have side. her hot take we have her situation. hot take. Yes, yes exactly i want to hear i want to hear how his hot take was yes what, like did he watch her for 15 minutes mm-hmm. did he you know did he consider all the things yeah what is the character matchup is he you know a jason momoa looking dude is or is he, you know, like a very, you know, like a not, you know, very average or, yeah. you know, a very like Captain America dude. before he got switched into Captain America. Yes, exactly. Right, gotcha. Where where does he fall? Steve Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> not Captain, he America. Captain America or, or Steve Rogers. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think that would be fascinating, and um, it would be it, it, that would really help it come full circle, and then. See, this is why I think it was important to do this, so that we could shed some light on things for everybody. Because nobody, as you know, there is no, just like in fighting games, there is no absolute right or wrong in this. Sure. It's all just shades of gray and weighing the different options in the scenario. Right. I mean, well, I mean, in fighting games, though, it really comes down to you know, from a competition standpoint, like Ooh, how well, am, how well did I prepare for what I'm walking into right now? You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, so you're saying it, it's not about the outcome. Not, not in, in his case, the only thing that matters is that he failed. Right. Because let's say if you're a fighting game player and you spend your time practicing your touch of death combo to kill somebody, but never bothered to set up the training mode to like run gambits of uh offense with assists and all kinds of shit so you're prepared for it you know and use your own creativity almost against you then you failed uh in terms of like preparing properly because you had your full offense and no defense so like yeah not to like i'm not trying to put blame on him or anything like that but like you know again that's why it would be interesting to speak to him just to kind of i guess get a uh uh, like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be quite so harsh because ultimately, this is how you learn. I mean, sure, mm-hmm. like you can you can study all the frame data and know all the moves and be able to you know do all the stuff in training mode, right? But without that in-game experience 
it doesn't matter. You're just a uh, a a, yeah. tr- uh, a combo. It's like video how fighting games were before online came out. Like you would do whatever you possibly could to like learn as much of the game as possible up until you played another person, whether it was somebody in your neighborhood, you went to a tournament, whatever the case may be, and then you actually find out if what you learned was effective or not. Right. <laughs> you know, because you could find like the coolest combo when you're first playing a game and then somebody will explain to you why like that's not real. That's not even a combo. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> yeah. You know, that happened to me at a GameStop one time. You thought you were the best. No, I actually was there and I was buying some uh, Funko Pops for my nephews and one of them was like the big shenron dragon uh funko pop thing and the guy mentioned you know kind of like i guess in passing he's like oh you know do you play fighters and the fact that he called it fighters i already was like okay well i guess he i hope he knows and then he proceeded to me show me like some random combo which is interesting because he must have had that shit ready on his phone because like he didn't search for it. He was like, hey, man, you want to see this he combo? He was just looking at it. Yeah, he was just looking at himself doing a combo that was blue. And I know most people that understand uh, Dragon Ball know that like, if your combo is blue, that ain't a combo. So he went out of his way to record a, blue, a combo that doesn't really work. So he could show people at his, his workplace that he knows how to play <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters with Krillin. But hey, you know, what do you, did I say anything? Did I say, fuck off, bro? You suck? Get out of here. Don't talk to me. No. I was just like, oh, man, that's phenomenal. That's tremendous. Wow. You should play in tournaments. And then I walked out with my receipt. You were, you were still gracious in your reply. Uh, sh- yes. I guess I was. And I think that's why this was so spicy and why there was so much to unpack. Because the irony of her being, like, you know, having a Twitter that's seemingly about you know, her playing fighting games, Yeah, wearing the Street Fighter shirt, and then just being like, no, I don't play. But, but it, and you have to understand, Gutex, that this is actually the extension of one of the primary things that get a lot of people in trouble when it comes to women. Just because she was an FGC member wearing a Street Fighter shirt, out in public and breathing air does not mean that she was she wasn't receptive she she was not putting out the vibe of hey come talk to me about my shirt she likes her shirt i wear shirts all the time that people ask me questions about and i have to understand that like there's going to be people that ask questions about the shirts that i wear and how i respond to that is not always the same as you've seen gutex like sometimes i've been (laughs) an asshole to people because yeah that's the energy that they, they invoked from me right. in that moment. You're just kind of giving them the energy that they were sending towards you. Right. I do the same thing. You know? Because, like, if you, if, you're, if you were to walk, be walking in the street and somebody came over and started waving their hands to you like there was a fire and pointing at you, and then when, you know, you kind of give your attention to them, they like, hey, man, you know, I like Guns N' Roses. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, that doesn't mean that 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 should be an opening for somebody to just, you know what I'm saying? It's like the best way of explaining it is like in Dark Souls and Demon Souls, right? Like motherfucker just invaded her <laughs> her single player experience. You know what I'm saying? He saw that oh shit, there's a a little rune thing on the on the ground. Let me let me invade this fucking player's world and just show up. 
Mm. And and he invaded, and she fucking did the trunks from Dragon Ball Super, and her sword got 12 feet long, and she cut him down. She cut him down. She cut him the fuck down. Not only did she cut him down IRL, she cut him down publicly, on, yeah. <laughs> on yeah, she Twitter. Pub- she publicly fucking hit him with the trunks. It was a t- it was at least a two-hit combo, right? Because she's certain- No, man. No, it was not. It was like the Rio uh, super from, from King of Fighters where he just does a single punch. And that shit caves your chest in. Like when Goku smacked Krillin and he went through the fucking house and like across the entire, you know, he was like, okay, I want to test and see how strong you are. And he was like, okay, you sure? He was like, yeah. And he smacked the living shit out of him two states across, you know what I'm saying? But that's what he asked for. You know, <laughs> he, he asked for that. He you don't ask Goku to slap you and then get mad when they put you through the sheetrock. Yeah. Well, I mean, he might not have been mad. No, he might I not. Mean, have, he might have been like, all right. I, I, you're I don't lost. think anything. He might have been like, hey, I, whatever. I was. I would have beat your ass anyways. You. I, you know. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I, I guess. I mean, that would probably be the the most logical fighting game player mentality, <laughs> right? Because like, if you're gonna take an L socially, then you at least have to fall back on the fact that like, I will body you, right? Like. And now I oh, see, this is why I hope that somehow through the magic of the internet, we can find this dude because you know what actually would be sick. Tell me. Is if we could find him hear his side mm-hmm. of the story. And then set up the money match. And then set up the money match. Because yeah. ah! <laughs> I'll t- t- tell you what. Um, I mean, if you could do it online, because they're obviously local if they're at the same gym. Oh, so they- yeah. They're even local. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That would be a that would money be match. That would be tremendous. That would be a money match for the ages. It would. Oh, my God. I mean, here's the thing. I, I have a, I, I, I've heard before of a guy approaching a girl in Tekken right. and she thought she was you know she thought she was hot shit mm-hmm. in Tekken and he beat her ass and then asked for her number mm-hmm. and now they're married <laughs> listen Gutex I understand and the, the key to that situation is that like that's one example out of like how many times do you think that like there's been like Tekken 3 somewhere in somebody's house and two people talk shit about it and one person knows how to play and the other one doesn't and after they get destroyed by like Eddie Gordo they just had enough and they never want to speak like they ruin that that you know like you have to be a certain type of person to gravitate to getting beat into submission and then somebody marrying you afterwards (laughs) you know well which listen Again, to me, that's true love, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, I would look at that as a true love situation. You damn well better marry that person if that's how that whole thing went. But, like, again, you can't apply one person's story to everybody. You no. know, that's, that's kind of the main thing is, like, it's not Every always character about, is different. Yeah, everybody's different. Everybody's different. You can't just every matchup. Shit, yeah. Every matchup is different. Every scenario is different. Sometimes you got the meter. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're in the corner. But I guess the moral of the story is you have to recognize the scenario and understand the way the opponent yeah. is moving. Yeah, eyes open. Eyes you know? open. 
That dude probably has like shitty defense in fighting games, though. Honestly, that's why he went up to her without yeah, assessing the that's, situation. That's totally why he got fucking opened up. He's just uh, you know what it was. He was playing like a single, like a player game, and he didn't realize she had assists like ready. You know, like she was playing a doll character, and that shit just came, like Eddie from fucking uh, Guilty Gear, where it's just shit from all over the place. He just got hit with the worst mix-up he ever seen in his life. Well, this you know, this is why you gotta. Observe the situation and then try to watch back the replay. And now Listen, he's got an entire internet full of feedback that watched his his uh, you know the replay. Yeah, it's true. I remember there was a oh, this was a while ago now, I guess. But we had observed something at the time. I mean, you know, I don't I don't pretend to be like some kind of an expert on this person, but um, we were watching Daigo play people for money. And noticed that in many cases, he would often let the person take the first round so he can kind of see what they like. He would fight them. It's not like he wouldn't be whatever. Yeah. But like he would always take the first round as being like highly educational for him in terms yes. of like the, the pattern and the flow of how you play the game. And normally after that, he would either sweep people two rounds or, you know what I'm saying? Like start his actual offense of like how he's going to play the game. Yeah. And Basically, this guy started the first round and did like three uppercuts. You know right. what I'm saying? And somebody was like, "Whoa, whoa, okay, there. I see what All this right. is." I'll just block the fourth yeah. one, no problem. And instead of him doing three uppercuts at the beginning of the round, they just backdashed a little bit and they like crush counter punished, and he he lost. He he got hit with the V trigger and the super at the end of the combo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for a stupid mistake. Yep, that I mean, John Choi said the first round is data. It's true. You know, he he did no data collection whatsoever, other yeah. than the visual, I guess. Which, you know, that's like saying, "Oh man, I'm Sagat. I'm gonna beat this Zangief down. I'm gonna dog walk their ass." <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's Snake Eyes, and doesn't really happen that way. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. hit with twelve freaking SPDs in a row. They didn't even hit you with anything else. You yeah. just got and hit like, with. Wow, I never even. Yep. I never got beat like that before. Hey man. On paper, you know, I still, you know, it's on paper looking at, you know, the the matchup without the full scenario. I mean, the odds were in his favor. Yeah, the odds seem to have been in his favor. But either way, I still uh, commend him for, you know, going into the fight like that. Even though he lost, I still think it was worth playing the game. Because now we all... Uh, you know, the Twitter algorithm got fed. We got something to talk about. Yeah. And hopefully uh, you all listening uh, got something out of it too. So um, thanks everybody for listening and we'll be back soon. Hit the uh, whatever, subscribe or don't. It doesn't matter. Uh, yep. Yeah, thanks for listening. Later.